What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted. Listen, it is Tuesday night. You know what that means. I have some of the biggest, the baddest, the best wrestlers of today and yesteryear. And guess what? Tonight is no different. A year ago, I had this guy on the show. Time flies. And man, listen, uh, of course, there's a lot of fans. We've got uh, over 3 million followers uh, through, throughout the Sports Kids platforms, uh, well over 3 million. So thank you so much uh, with that. And, uh, you know, there are some things that were advertised, but, man, we've got a heavy, heavy hitter tonight. And this guy, just his flexibility and just his willingness and just, man, he deserves a round of applause for stepping in. And he is greatly appreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a former WWE Tag Team Champion. He is the former Wyatt family member. Hmm, I'm sure you might have some questions for this guy. I'm sure you do. He is Eric Redbeard, formerly Norman as Eric Rowan. How are you tonight, my man? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well, man. Do you have uh uh thanks for thanks again for coming through, man? I really, really appreciate it. Um uh, do you have any uh, uh, projects coming up soon? Uh, I mean, I, I have a few. Uh, one uh, is a short film called Tito. Uh, okay. You can check out uh, at Sell the Leg Productions. Uh, a friend of mine, Anthony O'Reilly, used to work with WWE. Um, he's a um, actor, writer, you know, extraordinaire, and uh, he wrote this, you know, brilliant script. And uh, Claudio Castanoli he's involved with it. It's kind of about the American dream. Uh, the story resonated with me. So it's called Tito and it's going to be a little short film. So support it. Tito, so- like, 
like the uh, music uh, levels, like the music scale? Uh, it's a, it's about a dog. And the dog How do you spell it? T-I-T-O. Tito. Oh, Tito, like Santana. Ariba. Yes. I've, I've never oh. been the best at pronouncing things. So I always get made fun of for it. Uh, oh, no worries, man. Tomato, tomato. It's kind of one of those <laughs> things you know, for me. Yeah, yeah. Tito, Tito, you know. Uh, good stuff, man. Tito is the movie, and uh, Eric Redbeard is a cast member. Go check him out. Support my man. You ready to dive into these uh, questions? Sure. Awesome, awesome. Guillermo is asking, how did the idea of joining Bray and the Wide family come to be? Uh, Bray was doing vignettes at a idea for a cult. Um, and uh, I wasn't involved until like last minute, but we, you know, all did different, you know, kind of like promos with Dusty Rhodes and kind of different our incarnations of different, you know, people and things and just kind of fell together. Yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, Riju's asking, uh, with so many former WWE superstars coming back to the company, would you want to return and work with Triple H? Uh, never had any problems with Triple H. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a similar thing. So many former people, so many new people. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, right place, right time's basically all it is. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts on Triple H taking the helm? Uh, you worked with him in NXT, and, um, you know, I'm sure he had a lot of uh, positive reviews, uh, you know, being having the pin in NXT. Now he has a, the, the pin for the whole company creatively. Your thoughts on that? Uh, creative mind. Thanks like a wrestler. <laughs> um, mm. But, uh, and he knows where things are going and hopefully you know they they stick to storylines that they have to let them play out and hopefully draw in new viewers through interesting uh new stories and characters you know before we get to another question i'm interested in, uh, in, in knowing about that if there was if there was one decision that you could have made to uh continue the wyatt family storyline to to keep you know, life to keep life in it. And you said here, triple H here's, here's what I'm pitching to, to, to keep the life in this. What would it be? What, what decision would you have made changed, altered? What, what would have been? Uh, man, you can't leave anything to the imagination. Can you? Uh, there, there's, there's, there's no pitch, uh, for, for the white family. You don't need a pitch. Hmm. It, it's, I mean, it's, everything writes itself with characters and people. And as far as trying to pitch something in wrestling, it's funny because what you're pitching is basically just a story. Mm. You're pitching a story to, to come into a show with. But then what's the long term to that story? Who are the people? And I think that's, you know, I, I hope you know, with people coming, coming back, it's, it's, it's not like, Oh, cool. Interesting. A week, two weeks later, that storyline ended. Well, what's the guy going to do now? Exactly. And I think that's what wrestling's missing is I miss seeing storylines, you know, in wrestling, not just two or three. I, I, I want every person 
to have a storyline and whether it's whether it's funny whether it's uh disgusting scary uh just different things on the show you know that's going to cater to different you know people and like that's what wrestling is it's a it's a sideshow attraction it's 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 entertainment for everybody meaning you might like something on the, on the first hour of the show the guy next to you is going to like the first you know the stuff on the second hour of the show but as long as it keeps everyone interested and coming back like that's what wrestling needs and i i, I think triple h is more than capable of doing something like that but i but it's 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 a problem and with wrestling to get so much content you need a lot of talent and you have to establish a lot of talent people say there's not enough room for all these people there is a lot of room there's a lot of television i don't know if you've seen some uh tv series uh if you watch some of these you know just 10 episode one hour long series how many characters do you see within a season a bit. How many characters do you do you still think about, even though they're on like a show for like you know two or three episodes in like a six you know you know six seasons of that you know, but they're only in two or three episodes. And you remember that character from you know you could watch The Office and go back and remember oh like I was in like two episodes I remember him from them. Mm-hmm. And it's like well they did their job doing that story with that character. So like yeah. hopefully. You know, wrestling gets more of that and people get more invested and want to watch it. Yeah. Well said, man. Uh, do you ever think that you would be interested in, uh, in in being a part of the the psychology of storytelling as far as uh, on someone's creative teams? I think you've got a lot up there that the world needs to uh, be exposed of from a storyline perspective. Uh, I, w- I would like that, but I consider myself uh, young and... Uh, I like to be on camera as much as possible. There you go. <laughs> and everybody's asking if you had, if you got the chance to recreate a faction in WWE like the Wyatt Family, which current stars would you choose to join? Uh, I don't think there'll be anything like it. Mm-hmm. And you can you can you can you know like sanity. That's an example of something that was different. And the white family people compare them they were completely different things yeah. so it's, it's it's like like i think they had the that judgment day started with with edge and like people tried to compare it to things and it's like no it's a completely different thing it's getting over characters you know and seeing different sides of the characters that they have yeah uh, Rizzi was asking, uh, "What was it like working with the Shield? Do you think Roman Reigns would be uh, would become the biggest star on the on the company?" Uh, working the the Shield was great. I mean, you know, every one of them was a you know world champion, uh, main eventer, uh, just incredible talent. It's easy to easy to, easy night off, you know, working working in the ring with those guys, uh, you know. Roman, you know, he always had this certain quality to him and how he held himself. And Roman reminds me a lot in the ring, like Randy Orton. Like, so like, yeah, like he's, he's got the, the look, he's got everything. So kind of hard not to see. Yeah. Elvis is asking who came up with the name bludgeon brothers and why didn't you guys get a bigger push? Uh, that was, uh, Vince. <laughs> and the word bludgeon 
um, why didn't we get a bigger push? I mean, we, we, we were beating champs. everybody. We were, we were, we were beating everybody. Yeah, y'all lost the New Day and the Usos at WrestleMania. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how much bigger of a push you got to get. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, um, Vince wanted to, to to break us up and have us do separate things, supposedly. And uh, um, we were supposed to lose the match that we lost on, but I injured myself the night before at SummerSlam because we were going to lose by DQ anyway. And, uh, you know, did the... Did did what was the business afterward, and then uh, that was the end of it. I didn't think it was, but that was the end of it. What was Vince McMahon's commitment to tag team wrestling? Period, because tag team wrestling used to be such a thing. I mean, to the point of just multiple Hall of Famers. You know, the the Road Warriors, the Midnight Express, the Freebirds. You know, the the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, so many amazing tag teams in the 80s and the early 90s. And it seems like Vince has gotten away from being committed to tag team wrestling. Why do you think that's the case from your experience there? And, and did, did you pick up that same feel? There was there was always a joke that you got to, you got to, you know, pay a tag team double the money and you do, you know, singles. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, like uh, as far as like why he, you know, didn't push the tag teams. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, the crowds always seemed entertained with great tag team action. It breaks up the show. You know, you can only watch so many singles matches. You can only watch so many uh, triple threats, you know, four ways, death yeah. matches. Like, uh, you need different flavors on a show. And uh, I've always been a fan of tag team wrestling. Uh, so... You know, I, I like watch. I like the six mans. Like I like the trios. Like like they're 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 fun matches, and like the crowd seems to be invested in them, and they're just action packed because the action never stops. It never it never slows down because you have so many fresh bodies in there. And the whole point of tag team wrestling is you take the fresh man in uh, to get the job, and your job's to keep the the guy in your corner so we can't yep. take out. And yep. it's that whole drama of beating the guy down and pinning him. <laughs> That's what wrestling is. You want to beat that one guy down two on one until uh, you win. Yep. So I don't know. I, I, I just wish take team wrestling get more of a spotlight. Uh, you know, it's good to see guys like Street Pop Profits get a chance, but then how many more teams, you know, have there been in the last four years? Like, yeah, and, and now, you know, the Street Profits are getting booked in singles matches and losing, you know, consecutive weeks of Seth Rollins. And so <laughs> they're even splitting them up. So and in a way, you know, they're still and they're not really winning as many matches as they used to. And they have a you know, they're one of the most uh, electrifying tag teams in pro wrestling right now. So it's just I don't know. It's just to me, I, I'm, a, I'm a tag team guy. I love tag team wrestling. You know, I've been watching wrestling since the mid 80s. And I definitely have seen a difference in tag team wrestling. I think you bring up a good point, Eric, as far as just that type of intangible psychology involved in tag team wrestling, you know, uh, pounding the person closer to your corner, you know, the psychology and building up to the hot tag that singles wrestling can't offer. You know what I mean? So that's a whole different element in the crowd participation that tag team wrestling involves over singles wrestling. So, yeah, I think you bring a good point there. Or the chaos, uh, the tornado tag team match. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely chaotic there for sure. Uh, AC is asking, would will you sign to AEW full time? I got, I got no answer to any of these questions. Uh, they're, they're all, they're, they're all great questions. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Willie, I think he wants you to at least. Or, yeah. But, but thank you. Thank you for wanting to see me. But, you know, I'd like, I, I, like I said, storyline wrestling is what I, what I want. And if the storyline works out in the future for both parties, then I'm, I'm more than welcome to do it. But, uh, you know, Willie, Willie sign. It's like, that's, that's such a, such a, such a question. <laughs> now, were there anything, uh, any talks after the couple shots that you did before? Uh, I mean, we kept in contact. Uh, possibilities of doing things in the future, uh, you know, may 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 or may not have you know had things to do that didn't you know follow through with, but you know, stuff stuff happens. It has yeah. to be the right time and the right place. Indeed. Otherwise, um, everybody else. Otherwise, what you say? Otherwise, everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris is asking. Uh, uh, well, he said that you're one of the most underrated big men ever. He says, put him in New Japan against Bad Luck Fale. Oh, that'll be a hard hitting match. Uh, New Japan. Uh, would any of those in New Japan would be a would hard hitting match. You know, yes. uh, I, I I see that they have the the big boy block and. You know, I wasn't invited uh, in New Japan, uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, guys like Jeff Cobb, Bad Luck Volley, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. even, even, you know, Mr. Doc Gallows or the big dog, uh, mm -hmm. be Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, Jonah. Yeah. Jonah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, when I, I see you and Jonah. Uh, having a really, really good match, actually. Um, I'm a, bi a big fan of Jonah. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's super. He reminds me of a, um, he reminds me of a, a ring style with Bam Bam Bigelow a lot. And I was a big fan of Bam Bam back in the day. Uh, just oh, a God. big, agile, big man. Yeah. Who's some, uh, who's some people you liked back in the day? Back in the day, um, everyone knows I'm a big John Stunt fan. Big John Stud. Yes, I think yes. he was the most underrated big man. And that's just me talking. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Big Big John Stud, I, I always liked, uh, you know, Bruiser Brody and yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Dan Hampton. And I, um, they, they used to have, uh, even like Kenta Kabashi, I used to watch tapes of him, you know, mm. and just beating the hell out of people. Uh, but, he, he was phenomenal. Um, was. Luckily, I got to have some words with him in 07 when I was, you know, in the Noah Dojo. He's coming back, you know, from cancer and working out. And he'd, yep. he'd see me, you know, um, working match in Noah. I was very green. And uh, he had very nice words to say. And, you know, I always took that to heart. Yeah. Very nice. I've talked to Stan Hansen before, and he's uh, a very nice guy. Um, to, but you know it's funny i've seen you know i'll say saul's work in japan over the years but i'll tell you if you youtube just a lariat compilation of stan hansen <laughs> man oh man i mean just the 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 
ruggedness and he's like listen i know that i'm gonna beat you up if you try to confront me in the back so i'm gonna i'm gonna stiff you <laughs> and he would give some stiff ones man those lariats were no joke man lariato so uh yeah if you if you're looking at this look at a, a, a lariat compilation from stan hansen and you will be amazed for sure so, um let's see so Podget says uh if Bray Wyatt joins AEW in the future, would you like to reform the Wyatt family? How do you think it would work alongside existing factions like the House of Black? Uh, let's just say if I did anything with Bray, it would be in honor of John. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, just something completely different? Uh I, I I don't know, and okay. uh, and for for me, um, no matter what it is, it would be very emotional, and every yeah. day, and you know, I would I would enjoy it personally just because he'd be on my mind. Every day. But every time I wrestle, I get in the ring, he's with me. So it's mm-hmm. uh it's just one of those things where some days it hits me hard. I get very emotional, and you know that's that's life. But the what makes me happy afterward is like I wouldn't be having these feelings and getting so emotional if I, you know, didn't care. So for sure. 20 years with Randy Orton, uh, as he celebrates 20 years, he, is he one of the greats? Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't he? Absolutely. Would you, would you rank him top 10, 20, 25, just a ballpark, your personal top. Oh, he'd definitely be up there in top 10. I mean, nice. you know, Big John Stud, obviously number one. You know, Big Kane Glenn, you know, that's number two for me. And it just keeps going down. I mean, we all have different flavors of ice cream. You know, I could say Cindy Lopper and her appearances could rank up number four for me. I don't there know. Go. There you go. Kai and Chai, number six for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> uh let's see here uh do you ever see yourself ditching the beard if the right opportunity comes along perhaps a movie role you know my my wife she loves the beard and we have this conversation you know quite frequently around the house and uh if the right opportunity comes yes it's getting chopped off but you know we'll uh we'll we'll see how long does it take you to grow it I mean, I've been growing this since I got signed, so it was already like that long after I got signed. So like 2011, 2012. Uh, so it's been growing for a long time. You know, I, I think it just stops at some point. But uh, yeah. you know, but of course, if the right opportunity comes, I'd, I'd, I'd shave it. I wouldn't tell anybody, and I'd probably try to, you know, double dip and get like a beard versus hair match or something that nobody expects me. Lose it, but I just gave it away now, so I just lost that opportunity. <laughs> or you might win the match. There's a, there's a swerve. You might win the match and not lose your beard. So there's always a swerve. There's always a potential swerve in pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ablash is asking, uh, what would you would you like to share your thoughts on your WrestleMania 32 match with WWE legend The Rock? Uh, I like to call that my WrestleMania 32 segment. Yeah, <laughs> was it a thing for you? How did that come about? Like, give give us the let's break the fourth wall as much as you possibly can here with uh, us and the SK Nation here. 
Like, why was it Eric Rowan, you know, The Rock wanted a segment, WrestleMania 32. How did that even come about, and why were you chosen? I mean, I can't speak for what happens behind the scenes. As far as you know. I can assume, uh, which will probably make me look stupid and silly, Uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) no, I I just look at it as they were in Dallas, and it was 101-plus thousand people. He was going to announce our people that were there. Uh, They wanted to give him a record, uh, shortest match in WrestleMania history at the time. Uh, I think that still stands. I'm not sure. Uh, but, but yeah. Uh, and what he's, he's who's going to take the loss out, out of the Wyatt family? Uh, Bronze, Braun Strowman, uh, who is, was undefeated black sheep or, uh, or, or Bray Wyatt, the, the leader. Oh, obviously me. Uh, so no, but it, it was, it was, it was fun segment. Like you're toe to toe with the, the great one. Do you wish you would have got a couple shots, a little punch? Uh, yeah, but you know the business called for that that day. That's what the business was, and to me, it was better than being in you know my my second or third Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Uh, so that's the 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 way it was. That's what they wanted, and that's what they got, and it was a great experience. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are the Rock's last match so far, right? Oh, I'm, I, he'll have another one. I said so far. So, I mean, <laughs> right now you you hold that mantle to say that you, the Rock retired against Eric Rowan. So, yeah, there's uh, there's, yeah. there's 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 quite the list of people who face the Rock at WrestleMania, and you know, you, you throw my name just in the middle. You know, you got you know. You got Stone Cold, you got John Cena, you got Rowan. Ah, I forget got... all of them. You've got <laughs> Eric. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. You got a, f- a few more questions here. Breakers RS. If Triple H came to you with an opportunity to go back with an opportunity at a singles run, would you do it? Uh, I mean, if the opportunity called for certain things and it was creatively beneficial to the both of us. Absolutely. Nice. Um, would you be interested in becoming the new leader of the dark, dark order? I've actually thought about that. Uh, and I've, I've answered this before. Uh, not with you, obviously, but uh, no. the answer is absolutely not. Uh, to me, that's what, John created such in a short short amount amount of time. He made it memorable. He did. Uh, his legacy to that company that you know that and uh, the TNT title uh, and uh, to to me like just leave it alone. Uh, and just you think have, you think Dark Order should go? Period. Uh, I don't think they should go, but I, but uh, I think that. There shouldn't be like a new leader. Leader, mm, yeah. Okay. What What do you think they should do with 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 the Dark Order right now? I mean, it just kind of seems like they're just kind of middle of the road, just kind of, just kind of, you know, sliding by every week. I, I'm, I don't, I don't got the answers to that one. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've seen, you know, and heard, you know, some some of the guys have, you know, no longer with that company. And, yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's just the way the business is and uh i don't i don't know what's 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 happening what investment they have but there's some you know there's some talented guys within my group yeah yeah Mario's asking uh, your thoughts on the Undertaker and Kane segment with uh, you, Brody, and Bray. Uh, I, I still wish I would have uh, fought in Bray's place. Uh, and uh, I, I guarantee we would have won. Yep. <laughs> Any potential reunion with Brian Danielson in the future? Um, I did have a reunion with them when I went to AEW uh, back in March. It was it was fantastic. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, all right, let's see here. Got a time. Got uh, about a minute and a half left. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of people wanting you to join AEW full time. There's a lot of the same question from different people. Of, Will he join AEW? Will he join AEW? Will he join AEW? So I mean, all you have. All those people just go on, uh, you know, their their Twitter machines and and harass uh, that boss, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. There you go. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, go who wants him to join AEW. You tag <laughs> Tony Khan and you tag AEW and uh, you tag this guy all in the same tweet. You start a big uh, long list of tweets and. Uh, Hey, social media makes noise nowadays, and so uh, you can definitely I, make noise. I, I hate social media, but that's just why, why do you hate social media? Uh, sometimes I feel like it's a chore, uh, but sometimes I feel like it's a uh, relief, uh, as far as like you know, some people write, you know, write down their feelings, or yeah. you know, some people say take things as cryptic when it's just like a, a release and it's yeah. poetic and it. It sounds nice to you, and it's for you, and you know what the meeting is, and no one else does, and that's the only thing I like about it. Yeah, it's funny because you know I've I've been a journalist for over a decade now, and uh, you know I watch some, I, I look at a lot of the sheets, the the dirt sheets, and you know it'll be a tweet that uh, someone says done, and then all of a sudden, such and such threatens to quit wwe you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> okay maybe Actually, that a lot uh, i just finished the dishes man it's, yeah i just i just finished washing the dishes that was it i mean done I, that, that was all that was it man that was the uh, last I, episode of sopranos i'm done i'm done that, that's all I, I just finished my dinner i just finished the steak meal done that, that's all oh you're done you're about to you're threatening to quit wwe so I, I can definitely understand uh, how you it is a chore. Um, last question. What's your thoughts on Stephanie McMahon being the chairwoman? Well, co-chairwoman. Uh, does she deserve it? Uh, all they were asking me. Uh, okay. I said, Eric, you can chime in also. Okay. Um, uh, I've talked about this many times. I'm, I'm going to put my thoughts aside on this. So uh, I'll let you uh, take the reins on this one. Wow. Uh, no. I mean, if anybody deserves it, it would be her. I mean, she's grew up around the business. She knows the ins and outs. And uh, like the, the fact that she's, is it a co-chair? Chair, chair, chair yeah, person? with Nick Khan. Yeah. Yes. He takes over. The CEO. He takes Nick. over the business part of it. She yeah. takes over the other side of it. So like it, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Speaking of no-brainer, it's a no-brainer that you go follow this guy uh, and uh, support his uh, his projects and endeavors and everything. You got any wrestling appearances coming? Uh, I have a few, but I don't remember where they are. I'm very bad with this, uh, but I will say you can check out. I usually, the week before, post up where I'm going. Uh, check out at Eric Redbeard on Twitter, at Eric Redbeard on Instagram, and if you're a promoter out there and you want to book Mr. Redbeard, that's me, uh, at, it's bookredbeard at gmail.com, and you can get all of my information. You said bookredbeard at gmail.com? Yes, sir. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, bookredbeard at gmail.com. Go uh, book this guy. I have no idea why he is not signed to a major promotion. I, I don't get it, actually. Uh, because this guy has a ton of talent and uh, he has a big red beard, y'all. I mean, wh- what are we doing here? It's, 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 if, it, if it takes a doctor to notice this information, then I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that uh, everyone should take his advice. There you and go. Write you... prescription out to these fellow promoters <laughs> and tell them to book Mr. Redbeard. Yes, indeed. Good stuff, man. Eric, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you so much for for stepping through and uh, getting the hot tag. You see, you're you're a true tag team specialist, man. You you, you got the hot tag, eleventh hour, all the suspense, and everybody's here to see you, man. I mean, that's you know, you know now it's, now I know why why Matt Cardona and you know Zach Ryder always said always ready. You know, tag yeah. team specialist, always ready, always ready, my man. Good stuff. Thanks all for right. coming on the show tonight. All right. Thank you. Have a bye.